This is the podcast for April 2nd, 2010. In honor of Vice President Joe Biden, today Driftglass and I dropped some F-bombs in front of our open mic. It's the Driftglass and Blue Gal Podcast. This is it, it, in politics. The it's always three a.m. and closing time at the bar. Yep. Who wants to be on the Terry McAuliffe conference call? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> and it's like, who am I going home with now? Yeah. Who, who's left? Um, you know who? Because somebody's somebody's going to run this country. Somebody's going to sit in the White House. And if you absent yourself from the process, it's going to be somebody other than you. Yep. Um, I forget who who said this, but um, it probably was Aristotle or somebody. But it was um, you can stop taking an interest in politics; that politics will not stop taking an interest in you. Yeah. Um, politics will simply act on you, and and you can either get out of the way or get involved. But um, somebody's going to run this country. The the lesson of the last eight years couldn't be clearer. Um, when liberals lose, things go really really wrong. When liberals win. Things get incrementally better. Incrementally better, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's and hard they, to be a liberal. Hey, it's hard to be a yeah. liberal, by the way. Well, and it's always easier to destroy things than yeah. it is to build things. And mm-hmm. liberals are about building things. Yep. And then we build institutions and we build uh, histories and we build um, safety nets yep. <laughs> and we build spaceships and we build um, mighty armies of educated people. Yep. And it's, it's, ever so much easier to destroy those things than it is to build those things. I just get a sense that we're not going to um, resolve a lot of what's going on with uh, the Tea Partiers and the the Glenn Beck 912ers and all of that if we don't heal the situation with John Yu and Cheney and Guantanamo and the torture and the Abu Ghraib and the whole the whole crimes of the Bush administration. If we don't really go back that far and like clean those wounds clean out. Clean those wounds out and yep. and yep. put put some people on trial and at least put some ideas on trial. Yep. And say, you know, we're not we're not going to uh, just turn the page. Uh, because that allows these crazy people. I'm sorry that what I saw on the news today with the signs and the bricks through the windows and everything. These are all people who have no shame and really need to be ashamed of what yeah. they voted for in the past. Yep. And as I, I I was just looking up an old post I wrote, and if you don't mind, I'd like to share it. Please. Um, Is it going to make me cry? I don't think so. Okay. It was a a letter to Senator Obama. You have a lot of us on your train, Senator, but we're sitting in the last car talking to each other, not about hope or the future or fucking bipartisanship. We're not going with you that far, and here is why. Senator Obama, no matter how good it feels to rub ourselves with its morning in America, we can't put this administration and its crimes behind us. 
uh-huh. meaning Bush administration. Because what is happening in Guantanamo and Iraq and the White House under Bush is not behind us, Senator. No. It's not behind us any more than lynching is. Uh-huh. And you know it. We're still prosecuting Klansmen and expressing outrage over nooses on golf magazines. And, by the way, some Congress people got nooses faxed to them today, pictures of nooses faxed to them this week. And we're expressing outrage over that because that's the right thing to do. Crimes against humanity do not have an expiration date. And whether they're committed against the African-American community, a community in Africa, or a country that had nothing to do with 9-11, the guilty must be brought to justice. By the way, that includes anyone implicated in the 9-11 crimes, too, Mr. President. Uh-huh. We, just ha- we had a justice system in this country before George Bush took off. <laughs> And if you say Osama bin Laden is the mastermind, uh, if if Bush says Osama bin Laden is the mastermind, he's had 2,000 days since his masterful reading of My Pet Goat <laughs> to find the bastard, let alone bring anyone he's already locked up to trial. Yeah. Yeah. Dear Senator Obama, maybe I'm just a bitter old liberal hobo who has no business on your express train. I don't look happy, and I have no fucking interest in looking electable. My flask is full of bitter swill, sure, and no one really wants to share it with me. I'm just stinking up your train, muttering to myself, ain't I, Senator, all about the past years, the past administration, that if only I could just put all that behind me. It's a shame. It's a waste of a good Democrat. I stink of my own pissed-offness. Yep. And I could never join you in the club car for a round of era of good feeling, hope and faith cocktails. Nope. And so, yeah, you know, I don't think until we bring that up and drag that out and uh-huh. say, look, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, maybe the Abu Ghraib, maybe some more Abu Ghraib pictures need to be released. There's a lot of them out there that apparently are too deeply offensive for public yeah yeah and it's know. and people get mad at us they're, yeah they're gonna, and, they're and, gonna hate us. and maybe it would hurt the troops and i don't want i certainly don't want to hurt the troops and i certainly don't want to uh you know i think i think president obama and to her credit uh secretary of state clinton are working very hard to improve relations with the arab world and more power to them mm-hmm. uh and i well, don't want to reopen those wounds but I'm re- I really think that people that hold up a sign that, you know, this is closing the donut hole and providing community health centers and eliminating uh, pre-existing conditions is Marxism and, right. you know, yeah. and so forth need, need to, to be need to be dope slapped upside the head. They really, with, they this really is do. what you voted for. They you really so-called do. Christian. This is what you supported, you yeah. know. You, you good American Christian white guy, you know, yeah. with a gun. Yeah. And, and, uh, I, I think, we, I think, we've, well, first of all, if, if I may say, that was a beautifully written piece. That was written in mm-hmm. January of 2008. Nicely done. Thank you. Nicely done. And I, I think you put your finger on a very key word. Um, and it put me in mind of, of uh, something. You put, the, the word is heal. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yep. And you brought up lynching. Yeah. And um, I think I think there's something to be said for um, thinking of what happened over the last eight years, especially Iraq, Abu Ghraib, torture, the destruction of the uh, criminal justice system, the, the premeditated destruction of the criminal justice system, the security state, um, and and the complicity of people in that. Um, who are now on the outside of government and are carrying their sin around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a new form of arithmetic emerging. Um, <laughs> Along where... with T-bonics. Uh, yes, I, love, yeah. I love balloon juice talking about T-bonics. <laughs> T- explain to the people what T-bonics is. T-bonics is the spelling of the signs on T-bagger uh, protests. Yeah, they they new... seem to just have this this spelling and language all their own. <laughs> they can't spell constitution. Yeah. But they <laughs> oh, know I they... forgot. For blog against theocracy, I should have done my Sarah Palin word salad. Constitution, freedom, churches, separation, government. Patriotism. Patriotism, freedom. America Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Make, no, make, there's a lot. This is actually a very busy week for me because this Friday starts the big uh, blog swarm that I run every year, Blog Against Theocracy. Yes, the it's famous blog. The famous against the- annual Blog uh-huh. Against Theocracy, and we've been doing this for a few years now. And an Easter tradition. It's an. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> my my ex husband has a real problem with it being on Easter weekend. He says that's well. that's poor timing, but it's the only time the media actually. That and, and a little bit on Christmas is the only time that, you know, the media actually covers religious issues. So it's actually a good time to do it. It is not an anti-religion. Yeah. Despite what P.Z. Myers might <laughs> hope. <laughs> you have you have very religious. Well, you're you're a pretty religious person, as I, I understand it. I have yourself. A, I have right? a degree in yeah. theological studies and go to church and. You have uh, lots of. People of the faith who Pray participate regularly. in the blog. They just don't want to live in a theocracy. Exactly. They don't huh? want to live where... Well, and, and most, I think most religious people, if they really sat down and thought about it, or were given the alternatives in terms of theocracy, people think about... Uh, people don't think when they, when they yeah. think they're in favor <laughs> of God running things that they forget that there's a whole variety of religious beliefs out there and uh, there's Methodist, be, Methodist be, and Episcopalian. Exactly. Yeah. And there might be, uh, you know, putting the Catholic Ten Commandments on, to, on the state house wall might not be as convenient for you as yeah. <laughs> you might think, especially yeah. with, uh, you know, Bill Donahue now saying that 14-year-olds are not a, a legal situation in terms of priest rape. So... Yeah, it just—it's—it's just there's just so much going on right now, religious news that. Well, and and I will just put in a uh, raise the point that if you don't understand, if a person doesn't understand the difference between religion and theocracy, that's why you need a blog swarm against theocracy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because they're actually very, very much people who love and value and cherish their faith absolutely don't want it mixed in with the government. Exactly. And and the the blog swarm we we have kind of a subtitle for the blog swarm is it's a blog swarm in favor of the separation of church and state, which is 
different from being anti-religion. And I have loved doing this because it's a way that science bloggers and atheist bloggers and uh, bloggers who have some sort of religious uh, faith can all get together and agree. And, uh, and everyone contributes and brings to the table what they believe about this, but we're all on the side of separating our tax dollars from promoting religion and also separating government from endorsing one religion or over another, as yes. Yes. seems to be the case in the Texas State Board of Education mm-hmm. case. I mean, the, it's interesting how every year there's something new to do battle with. And, uh, <laughs> they're very energetic. They're very energetic. And, and this... Um, Cra- crazy never sleeps, Blue Gal. No, I know. That's true. Crazy and and Barack sleeps. Obama has, um, uh, for whatever reasoning, decided to keep the Office of Faith-Based Initiatives that uh, George Bush started. And uh, as a sop to, you know, faith-based organizations, uh, it's always seemed completely unnecessary to me because there's already a provision in the law to yes. uh, for faith-based organizations to accept tax dollars for elder care or daycare or soup kitchen or whatever. To yeah. they, they simply set up a uh, 501 a separate C3. entity. Exactly. Yeah. They just set up a separate entity. They run it through that, and it, yeah, and they don't proselytize, and they don't discriminate in their hiring. And if and, all of that do, happens, it's fine. And they do really good work. They and work with right. ex-offenders. They work to get uh, battered women shelters. Exactly. They set up social enterprise networks. They 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 really you know, walk the walk the talk of Jesus, yeah. and there's n- or or whatever faith they are in. Yeah. It's yeah. an it's an attempt to do good works, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. And there's nothing wrong with an organization like that taking federal money, provided <laughs> exactly they don't discriminate in hiring and they don't prosper. They don't use the federal dollars as a way of, as some groups have done, gone out and bought Bibles and what would Jesus do keychains yeah. with my tax dollars. But this is, you know, the barn door has been locked on this faith-based organization that Bush created, and it's no, yeah. pre- no president, it, it seems, is ever going to be able to undo that office because if... You know, particularly oh. Barack Obama would be, yeah. the, you know, labeled the Antichrist if he removed religion <laughs> from the White House. You know? Well, he's already the Antichrist. Yeah. He'd be like the super-duper Antichrist. Super-duper. We're going to yeah. move you down one more notch in Dante's circles, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that's the, sad. But. Well, and there, there is always something to fight. There really is mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. you know, cra- I, I was quite serious. Crazy doesn't sleep. Crazy okay. never sleeps. Yep. And I, I know that there is always around this time of year a controversy raised around, um, this just drives me nuts, about, well, you know, uh, Reverend Martin Luther King yeah, uh, yeah. used the church and used um, religious uh, uh, you know, phrasing and used... Um, uh, did he get any had, tax dollars to do that? That's <laughs> a, what I no. Did, did. B, he got his church bombed. Yeah. And this is the part that drives me nuts. Yes, um, a lot of the civil rights organize, organizers were... Organizing was done in churches at churches, through churches. The reason for that was, there were lots of reasons, but one of them was simple practicality, in that black people living in the South during that time had no other institutions to which they were permitted to be members. Mm-hmm. They weren't allowed to vote. They were barely allowed to own property. If they ogled a white woman, they could get murdered on the streets with impunity. Right. There was no place left for them to organize and talk than the churches. And there was no vocabulary 
left for them to use but biblical yeah. and there was a direct obvious clear parallel between you know the plight of the jews and moses and, and their plight in yes, america yes right right so it's not like a big stretch for them to use that vocabulary this is what they had to work with so my challenge to the prosperous white middle class <laughs> redneck hillbillies <laughs> who bitch that well blacks did it you know southern southern civil rights people use the church why can't i use the church fine give up your right to vote Give up your right to own property. Risk your life every time you go out and try to exercise your constitutional rights. Be stripped of everything you have and everything you own except for your ability to attend a church. And then we'll talk about fairness, okay? Mm -hmm. Until then, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're right. The, the proselytizing wasn't done with state or federal tax dollars or no. even the endorsement of no. of uh, the federal or state government. I want to read something to you that um, Sherilyn Eiffel, a professor of law at University of Maryland School of Law, and she's a civil rights lawyer, wrote. And it is at the blog Opposing Views. Um, Let's dispense with the false Republican-Democrat symmetry that has become the only lens through which we view events in Washington. There is no symmetry here. Mm -hmm. The rhetoric of Republican leaders replete with hunting metaphors, crosshair icons, and other veiled references to violence, whether perpetuated by Sarah Palin, Michael Steele, or Republicans in Congress, cannot be compared with Democratic leadership even during George Bush's, during the dark days of George W. Bush, no. when there was a real assault on the Constitution in the name of national security. And open, Here's an open and overt assault on the yep. Constitution, yeah. Yep. Co Code Pink and Cindy Sheehan did not walk around at rallies brandishing rifles. No. Nor did anti-war and anti-Bush activists carry signs that suggested that a gun could solve the problems that politics could not. No. The history of right-wing violence in this country over the last 50 years cannot be denied. You didn't see liberals wearing T-shirts quoting the language used as a call to action by Timothy McVeigh. No. Um... I know of no instance in which members of Congress who supported the Patriot Act were spat upon by leftist visitors to the Capitol. Well, maybe we should have done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and again, the, the, the idea that you have um, recently 200,000 people marching for immigration reform. Yeah. That's on page eight somewhere. Exactly. For, exactly. for, for 30 like, seconds. Yep. And you get a thousand, you know, lunatics in yep. a hotel ballroom. Yep. And with Sarah Palin flashing her yeah. political tits at them yep. and them yep. all getting starry-eyed and crazy. And that's that's on the news for three straight fucking days. Yes, it is. Yes, um, it is. You know, your liberal media at work. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> go back to the 80s. You know, go back to Ronald Reagan telling people the government is the problem. Mm -hmm. Government workers are, you know, go back to Bob Dornan. Go back to Dick Armey. Go back to Newt Gingrich. Go back mm -hmm. to the militia movement. All that ended, not ended, but all that culminated on the day Timothy McVeigh blew up a federal building. Mm -hmm. He was a terrorist, a domestic terrorist, mm -hmm. a domestic right-wing terrorist. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that and the right backpedaled like crazy and did exactly what they're doing now, swore that all the rhetoric about how government employees are evil yep. and need to be destroyed yep. had nothing to do with a guy taking a bomb and putting it under a government building to destroy evil government employees. Well, there was one group. There was one left-wing group that actually did that. The Weather Underground. That's right. They tried to blow up buildings and blow That's up right. banks. They did. And, so and, so forth. and you know what? 
They went to they prison. Went, they went to prison. <laughs> they were they were roundly disavowed yeah. by every other left wing group. There is and a Democrat in Congress. There isn't there isn't a former governor of Alaska who went to speak at a Weather Underground movement mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know what I mean? Well, there is a, there is another group that that was very clear about their right to bear arms, mm-hmm. and that was the Black Panther. Black party. Panthers, yes, yeah. All the Black Panther Party did was say, look. If you won't defend us, we have the right to defend ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And for their troubles, you know, people like Fred Hampton were murdered, murdered yep. were assassinated by the Chicago Police yep, Department yep. and the FBI, and everybody damn well knows it. Yes. So, yes. yeah, there there was a— And, and the COINTELPRO thing with the mm-hmm. FBI. The FBI infiltrated their groups and arrested them, and yeah. and, and hopefully that's what's happened. You know, that's what's happened in Michigan mm-hmm. this uh, past weekend. And uh, You can only hope. You can only hope that uh, they're going to be pursued with the same kind of vehemence by law enforcement. That uh, and, and you know, cop kill cop killing is a very serious yeah. business, and I don't I don't expect that the vast vast majority of Republicans in this country of support not. cop killing. Of I don't think not. that at all. But you cannot stand in a basement full of gasoline, flicking right. lit matches, and right. get surprised when it. it I mean, when your whole when your whole political ideology, when your whole political philosophy is take a bunch of ignorant, angry, hateful people, yeah. keep them angry, get them angrier, and and keep whipping up their their paranoid frenzy, keep whipping up their who feel disenfranchised, who feel disenfranchised yes. by very vir- by the very virtue of their lack of education. Exactly, and the, and the fact that their country has been take has in fact been taken away by them from them by the people they've been voting for for yeah. most of their adult yeah, life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But they're too stupid to know it. Yeah. So you get take a, a bunch of ignorant, angry, um, provincial louts mm-hmm. and their and their children yeah. and their families and and feed every paranoid yeah. impulse of them all day long. And the only thing long. they can see is skin color in terms yes. of differences because yes. They can't and see that that the Walton family has <laughs> raised their, has to destroy their country. Yeah, right. and so and and you and you make sure that for the first time, in uh, they can get all of their information from one source yeah. Yeah. that tells them nothing feeds does nothing but feed their fear and hatred and paranoia. Yeah, yeah. and you do that decade after decade, mm-hmm. year after year, and then you tell them, and then you then you then you vote them out of office, mm-hmm. having having told them. Their entire life that they're the majority, they're the majority, they're the majority. Mm-hmm. They run the country. This is yeah. their country. Everyone else is a loser yeah, and a traitor and an outsider. Country. This yeah. is their country. They're the real Americans. Yeah. And suddenly they've lost yeah. two elections in a row, and they've lost every major vote yeah. in the last year. Yep. Well, there must be a conspiracy. Yes. Because they're certainly not going to double back and yeah. figure out that they've been lied to by yeah. by their by their hero, Rush Limbaugh, yeah. and by their pastor their entire life. They're yeah. not capable of doing that. Yeah. So what they need is a villain. Yeah. They need they need the Jew. They've got a very they easy the one. They've got yeah. they've got one very apparent. Yes, and in the White House. So so when you have your entire political um, engine mm-hmm. powered by paranoia, rage, and violent rhetoric, mm-hmm. and and people start acting on almost verbatim the words you've been using, and you know. And then you suddenly throw your hands up. Oh, we didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You, we didn't mean that. Well, yeah, you kind of did. You kind of really did. Yeah. Kind of really did. And you really, you've been, you have been whipping these people up 
into well, and not only friends. whipping them up, but physically and financially organizing them. Yes. Oh, Fox yeah. News created these tea parties. Yes, they did, promoted, and they promoted the hell out of them. Dick Armey's group pours this is hundreds this of thousands of dollars. Money. Yes, it does. Money and organization and media, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's being done deliberately, yeah, it's carefully. It's not just some sort of accident. Yeah. No, this is not a spontaneous uprising right. of angry right. citizens. It's unbelievable. If you participate in the, the, the propaganda side of Fox, yeah. then you don't have a conscience. Yeah. You have yeah. sold your soul to the devil. You yep. really have. You have sold out completely. So I, can't expect you, yeah. so I can't expect anyone like that to stand to rise up and really you know, point fingers because they have to point most of those fingers back at themselves. Right. But the idea that the, the, the mainstream media, the, the people who aren't on the Fox payroll – will not call out their colleagues on this. Yes, will I know. not report the story honestly, which is a, a mob of crazy people has been created by the Republican Party to win elections. Mm-hmm. And by they, Fox News, which runs the Republican Party. I yes. think that, that turnaround in the past three weeks has been a, a real uh, source of astonishment to me, that yeah. all of a sudden it really is being recognized. Thank you. Uh, what's his name? Oh, um, um, David Frum. David Frum, yes. Thank you, David Frum, for having the courage to stand up, you, you neocon POS. bastard, you. Uh-huh. Stand up but, and say, well, you know, it, it really is true. We work for them now. Yeah, you know, the, and they do. They absolutely do. The servant has become the master, and that's it. But you can't say that. You can't say that. And why Outside can't the, David Gregory say that? Because... Because the, the day after that, he'd be fired. Yeah. Because the day after that, you know, his boss would get a call from, from, you know, his good friend over at Fox News. Yeah. And that would be David Gregory's last day. Yeah. And so you can't, you're not, you know, there are just certain things you're not allowed to say on television. Yeah. One is, one of the things you're not allowed to do on television is, is commit journalism or tell the truth. Yeah. 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 And, you know, so it's it's up to the bloggers, I'm afraid. It is, as, well, as we always end. We always yeah. end with, <laughs> this is it's why a, we blog. And false, false. Uh, by the way, if you um, this week give $5 to our podcast via the um, PayPal button, which is at our, if you can't find it anywhere, it's actually at our website, DG for Drift Glass, BG for Blue Gal Podcast, DGBG Podcast. Dot blogspot.com. If you give five bucks at that button, you will be giving five dollars more than George Soros has ever, has ever given yeah. me. I don't know about you, Drift Class, but um, you'll be given you'll be giving us um, uh, five dollars more than George Soros has ever given our podcast has ever given my blog, Drift Class. You will be you will be a, uh, a you'll mogul. Be, you'll be a mogul in the blog world. You can bro. you too can be a mogul. Yeah, you can. Lord it over, and you know who else you can lord it over? You can lord it over the uh, Bill O'Reilly, Bill Keller, yeah, who's never given a dime. No, never Arianna given a dime. Not one stinking not dime. One stinking penny from Arianna. Tina Brown, Tina Brown, not one effing no, dime. I, she Brown. hasn't even emailed me. I don't understand it. Susan Sarandon still waiting for your check. Still waiting for your check, Susan yeah. Sarandon. Yeah. Where, where are all these good liberals? Yeah, huh? I don't huh? understand all these wealthy it. Hollywood I don't understand liberals. It. Huh? It's uh, you know, but uh, we appreciate mm-hmm. those those moguls who have already. Mm-hmm. Stepped up to the plate and, and contributed. We deeply appreciate that. The heroes, the real Americans. The real Americans. Real Americans. <laughs> and I don't care what David Brooks says <laughs> about people highly <laughs> overestimate how much you know, the correlation between money, money and, and happiness. happiness. You know what? Theoretically, you're right. 
<laughs> but when people are losing their homes yeah, and their yeah. jobs and their marriages and their savings account, <sighs> what an unbelievably crass yes. and assholeish yes. thing to say. Yes, with you, you with know, your cushy New York as Times As you sit at the New York Times getting paid God knows how much for cranking two columns crap a day, a week. twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, golly, Dave. Yeah. I'll be taking more advice from you. And you know who hasn't given me a single freaking dime? David Brooks. David Brooks. Not a dime. Not one stinking Cheap dime. Cheap ass. Cheap ass. <laughs> So we understand, so, we get that it's hard we times. We get that it's hard times. We also appreciate those of you who have, have, as you say, dug in the sofa cushions mm-hmm. and supported good journalism, good yeah. punditry. Good punditry. Good God. Honest punditry Please. of the DGBG podcast. Thank you and, very much. And the bad jokes and the science fiction. And the science fiction. And, <laughs> and all the dirty words that we use. And, and even... You know, if you can't contribute, you know, Lord knows we get that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, drop us an email, too. Yeah, dgbgpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from our listeners. We, we love hearing from you. Um, we've gotten lots of good suggestions about sound quality. <laughs> sound quality and, <laughs> and microphone placement, yes, and <laughs> this content. week especially. <laughs> and I've just about gotten half of the uh, castle soundproofed, yeah. which is paying all kinds of side benefits, oh let me tell Oh, my goodness. <laughs> With the libidinous liberal lasses yeah, now yeah, can make all the noise they want. Goodness gracious. Scream their full heads off. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Although when I'm screaming more mead, they don't hear me more over mead. the swing of the castle. But <laughs> we're working on that. We're getting an intercom system in place. That's it's next. Very, very tricky. Your next tricky. Soros check will be devoted yeah. to... It'll be, it'll be thrown right down. The there. mead, the mm-hmm. mead microphones in mm-hmm. the... <laughs> well, that's a good note, I think, to yeah, roll out on. So don't you think that's a good And... Uh, for those, I think you have a couple of libidinous liberal um, felines in your house as well. Maybe yes. they could play us out. Play us out, libidinous liberal feline. Oh. podcast is produced under a Creative Commons license, copyright 2010, Driftglass Blue Gale Podcast.